Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it again. (laughs) I'm back at it again, man. Listen, we have a lot to discuss. As we all know, the league, the NFL league meetings is going on. Owners meetings is happening. A lot of decisions being made, votes, all kind of things going on, rules, and all kind of crazy crap happening. But uh, Robert Sulla and Joe Douglas have talked a bit with the media. All right, we got some some uh, things going on with this Aaron Rodgers trade. Some things have changed. So new conversations to be had. All right. Also, you got players showing up. OBJ has shown up to that these meetings as well. All right. He's walking around meeting with different people, mainly, you know, Joe Douglas, Robert Sella. We'll be discussing that. And there's some players as well that, you know, are also being linked to the New York Jets that we're going to discuss. So listen, we're going to get into it. I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook search, The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on social media as well. Go on over to Twitter, okay? Other, other social media outside of just the Facebook. We're on Twitter as well. The Long Beach Joe at The Long Beach Joe. Okay, on Twitter. That's the show's page. Go ahead and follow. Follow you right back. You wanna, you know, troll me? Let's go back and forth. All right. Personal page as well at Young J Zero Zero Zero. Okay. Follow and we'll go back and forth on there as well. Your boy's also on iTunes. Going over to iTunes, okay? At the Long Beach Joe Show. At the Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes. All right. Subscribe to the podcast on that side. And give me a five-star rating and let me know what you folks think. Give me some feedback. Love hearing about what you folks think about what I do here on this show. All right? Love it. Love reading the feedback, and I want to thank everybody that does do that. All right? We have a lot of fun, a lot, a lot of fun. For those of you that may not know, your boy is also live. Okay? Some people be like, Joe, what's going on here? Like, you be moving and shaking, a lot of things happening? What's, what's, what's happening, man? What's going on? Like we hear that you're on YouTube. Yeah, I am. I am on YouTube. I sure am, okay? Come on over to YouTube, okay? Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. All right? A lot of people hit that that YouTube, figure out that I'm live, that I, uh, you know, go back and forth with people. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. And I call my chat the savages. Why? Man, nobody is safe, bro. Nobody is safe. They get it. Everybody salutes to Sergeant CBO, all the savages in the chat going back and forth, everybody in the building. They get after it, man. If they don't like your take, if they don't like what you bring to the table, they're going to let you know. Trust me. Nobody is safe, not even me. All right? So we have a lot of fun over here on YouTube. Call on over, you know, check it out and see what's going on. Long Beach Joe Jets again on YouTube. Now we're going to get into it. Again, 515-602-9639. We got callers on the line. Hold on, everybody. You know what I'm saying? Salute to Chris Ted, everybody that I see in there. All right. 
We'll get to you guys in a second. Hold on, new callers, one second. We got something to discuss here for just a little bit. Robert Sulla spoke with the media. Okay, as we all know, the owners' meetings are going on. Things are moving and shaking around the NFL, things being voted on. A lot of rules, you know, being looked at as well. I know that they've turned down, uh, you know, reviewing roughing the passer. There's also some discussion surrounding players being able to wear a single digit. I believe that that's been voted on as well. I think that got passed from what I was seeing. I think it has. I'm not sure. But Robert Sella sat down and spoke with the media and had some things to say. Of course, they spoke about the Aaron Rodgers trade, okay? That's still up in the air. As of right now, okay, that I'm talking live, to my knowledge, it has not been passed yet, okay? It is not done. Okay, this, this trade is not finished, but we're going to get into what's going on here. Hopefully, it gets done while I'm live. I'd love to have that happen so I can break it, all right? But Mita sat down and spoke with Robert Seller about the Aaron Rodgers trade, and he said, hey, there's no rush to finalize the deal. I'm not hitting the panic button. I'm confident that things will work out. Now, keep in mind, he would not mention Aaron Rodgers by name, which was very smart. We all know you start playing around with that, and you could end up getting a tamper in charge, okay? That is not something that you want to deal with. <laughs> Steer clear of that. And that's exactly what Robert Sulla did, okay? He made sure to, talk, to tell the media, listen, I'm not discussing that quarterback. I'm not discussing... You know what's going on here? He's still on another team, and I don't want to bring that up. But, uh, hey, you know, if there's a world where there is a quarterback that's out there, he kind of figured out ways to talk around things. He also deferred a lot of questions that the media had to Joe Douglas. He said, hey, there were some things they were asking that he just was not interested in answering at all. All right? Now, keep in mind, Sulla has come out and said that he's confident things will get worked out. They wouldn't hit the panic button. But you would want to think, you know, the off-season program starts April 17th, okay? You would hope the Jets would get him in before this, right? We all know that the Packers are looking at getting that 13th pick, according to reports and rumors. That's what they're eyeing. But then things kind of started to get shaken up as well because there's reports recently that just came out saying that the Jets and Packers are close to closing a deal, Right. It's looking like the Packers will be getting a 2023 second rounder and a 2024 second rounder. But the thing that is hanging it up, the thing that's really hanging up this trade, is that the Jets are looking for compensation back in case Aaron Rodgers retires. That's a new story that's developing as of now. A lot of news outlets are reporting this. We're getting it from a lot of analysts. Now keep in mind that 2024 second rounder could turn into a first-rounder, according to reports, according to reports, depending on, you know, the escalators of how they set things up. So there's a lot of things moving and shaking with this situation, and we'll see what happens. But, again, the trade, according to reports, is hanging up because the New York Jets are looking for compensation or a pick back in case Aaron Rodgers retires in 2024, all right? That's a new report there. Robert Sella also went on to speak about how, you know, how crazy it is now to see. And he said, we've done a lot in two years, these, these last two years, how things have really been cleaned up with the New York Jets, right, from an image standpoint, a talent standpoint, to the point where they have a Hall of Fame quarterback that wants to play for the Jets, you know, of, of Aaron Rodgers' ilk. So that was big. 
Another big bomb that he dropped as well was he said that Zach Wilson will be the Jets' number two quarterback, and that was shocking. (laughs) And it shocked me because uh, I thought, okay, that they were going to put Zach Wilson in bubble wrap and we wouldn't see this guy for two years until they figured out what was going on with him, fixed all his mechanics and things, and then gave him a shot. Mike White ends up going to the Dolphins. I thought the Jets were going to try to find that number two guy. And according to Robert Sell out of his own mouth, Zach Wilson is going to be the number two, which is extremely interesting. Okay? Extremely interesting because if there's, again, there's a chance if Aaron Rodgers, who's supposed to be our quarterback, right? If Aaron Rodgers gets dinged up, something happens to him, you're going to see Zach Wilson out on that field. All right? And so that puts Zach Wilson in a very, you know, in a situation, okay? Because if he comes out and he stinks, whoo, this fan base and everybody else is going to be ready to close the door on that guy immediately. He also spoke, spoke on Nicole Hartman as well. He said Nicole Hartman brings gas to the Jets' offense, talked about his route running being underrated. The Jets also hope to continue to work with him in his, in his route running as well to get the most out of him, all right? And this guy has extreme ability. He can take the top off of a defense. This guy really brings something to the Jets' offense that I think a lot of people aren't necessarily thinking about, right? They also talked about that they weren't shopping Elijah Moore. But once Cole Harmon got into the door, the call started coming, and then Joe Douglas got an offer he felt like he couldn't refuse. He also spoke on OBJ as well, called him a phenomenal person, you know, kind of pushed away the ACL talk. Of course, we know that that, – you know, OBJ is coming off of an ACL tear. He said, hey, ACLs, they can get fixed. Uh, but, you know, that OBJ is a phenomenal talent, a phenomenal guy. And he also said the New York Jets are going to continue to turn every stone. Now, keep in mind, there were also things that Joe Douglas said as well when he spoke with the media about their interest in OBJ. Ben Jones as well, who as of right now, again, things are moving and shaking. Free agency is constantly moving, constantly moving right? He's talked about that Ben Jones is a guy as well the New York Jets could target. Uh, also talked about Calais Campbell, who's going to be meeting with the New York Jets on Thursday as well, coming into the facility. Did speak about the defensive line as well with the media, saying, hey, they're going to still continue to look and find things. Of course, you know, Sheldon, you know, uh, Rankins has moved on as well. He's with the Texans. We saw, you know, Shepard go to the Saints. Fletcher Cox, we thought we were going to get him. He decided to stick with the Eagles. So the New York Jets defensive line right now, of course, they brought back Sheldon Thomas. But there's still some things that they need to flesh out there to continue to move forward, get some bodies up in here, right? Get some fat boys up front so we don't get pushed around. So the New York Jets will continue to look at that. He also talked about the offensive line continuing on, speaking about Ben Jones and how interested the Jets were in him. Talked about how Makai Becton looks good. And he's also, you know, phys- mentally good upstairs as well. And the love for Dwayne Brown is really pouring through. Robert Sella talked glowingly about Dwayne Brown, said he needs to start drinking the water that Dwayne Brown is drinking. <laughs> he said he freaking loves that guy. He's in the weight room. He sees him. They are moving and shaking. And I want to start asking people around, you know, all the callers, and we'll get to you guys in a second. Could the New York Jets really move forward this upcoming season and have Dwayne Brown as a starting left tackle? I know that we've talked about the draft filling that position there, and a lot of people were looking at free agency but could Dwayne Brown be the guy that they continue to move forward with at left tackle? There's a this love is is pouring out there, you know. ATV also will be returning to right guard this upcoming season. Sellers spoke about that too, which is great, right? He's going to dominate there. 
It was unfortunate he got the injury that he did this year, but he's going to come back and cook people. No problem. He also spoke on Carl Lawson as well. And I've talked about Carl Lawson getting unjustified hate from some of the fan base that really had unrealistic expectations for him. But Carl Lawson, I thought, did a very good job, especially coming off of an ACL tear. First year off an of ACL tear, he looked really good to me. And, you know, Robert Sullivan said Carl Lawson will be on the roster. He said pass rushers don't grow on trees, and what Carl Lawson brings to New York Jets defense is something special. Of course, he said, hey, look, if he can walk and play, he's going to be, on, he's going to be here. So we will see. Okay. Carl Lawson. He also shut down the Ezekiel Elliott stuff. When they asked him about Ezekiel Elliott to the New York Jets, he basically said, look, we like our running back room, and I'll leave it at that. So it seems like the stuff from Ezekiel Elliott was really just from Ezekiel Elliott. doesn't seem like the New York Jets were very interested in him. Of course, Woody Johnson spoke with the media as well. I'm a little nervous. I'm about to get to the callers in a second. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. We'll get to you guys in one second. Woody Johnson spoke on Aaron Rodgers' trade. I'm starting to get a little nervous. I'm not lying to you, all right? I'm starting to get a little nervous. I'm, I'm just what more do you want from me? Come on. Come on, Woody. We need you to slow down here, all right? Woody Johnson spoke on the, you know, being anxious. And they asked him about the Aaron Rodgers trade, and he was anxious to get it done. And he said, we're anxious. I guess we could look forward to I guess I guess we can the only thing we can look forward to is that we're optimistic. But we have a plan and we're willing to stick with our plan and I don't think anybody's hyperventilating at this point. He also talked about wanting to be a winner as well. And he wants to win now. He spoke with the media. There's a lot of crazy comments coming from Woody Johnson that was being reported by our beat writer. So I'm a little nervous. I don't want him to start sticking his nose in football business where it don't belong. We've all seen how that plays out. And they don't play out very good for the New York Jets. We're going to get to these lines again. 515 602 We have a lot of developing stuff going on with this Aaron Rodgers trade. And I want to get into the discussion. Again, please give the stream a thumbs up. All right? Subscribe if you have not subscribed. You know, get across your social media with your friends and your family. Keep in mind, new callers, there's no cursing on my show. All right. Also, if you want to get to the Super Chat, it's up there. You want to give through the Cash App. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. Again, there's no cursing on my show. I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster than we got a lot more out of here. <laughs> Was that too soon, guys? Peruve me. Was that too soon? I didn't post that. I, I, Often, uh, you know, say things a little too soon. All right. We're going to get to these lines, 515 is number. Call in. I'm keeping it real. He's not here anymore. I'm not disrespecting him. He's a good wide receiver. I like him. But he's gone. We're coming directly to Chris. Chris, we're coming directly to you. 857-857, we're coming directly to you. Call us. Hold on. We'll get to everybody. Salute to you, Chris. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, my friend. Rogers, there's some developments going on. According to reports, New York Jets are looking, you know, to give up 2023 second rounder, 2024 second rounder that could turn into a first rounder, depending on the escalators. But the Jets uh, are looking for some pitch back in case Aaron Rodgers 
retires, what are your thoughts on this? Do you like this deal, this possible deal for the New York Jets from their side? Uh, you know, it's 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 weird because you're all in and 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 uh, mm-hmm. you know, given and, and guaranteeing uh, picks like how many more picks that we can get first round picks we get? We have four last year, we have one this mm-hmm. year. How many more guys are we gonna we gonna pay? So you know, mm-hmm. the, the 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 thing is like, hey man, if 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 we have to give up the second the two second round picks uh, and just call it a day, that's it. I mean that that I mean we mm-hmm. can always trade back the, the first round next year and get and accumulate more picks, but at a certain time, you, you know, when you have a veteran quarterback and you have a a guy on his fifth year option coming up with Zach Wilson, you got to start you know looking at veterans and start surrounding them. We got enough young players, I think. Mm-hmm. I think you know, I think we need to have more concentrate on more veteran uh, players, you know. Mm-hmm. So I would give up. What are your thoughts? I would give up the two picks and just okay. Yeah, and, and you know, two second round picks again. The the the, the 2024 could be a first rounder depending on escalators and things that Aaron Rodgers can end up meeting. Oh. I would guess it would, you know, depend on whether you make the playoffs or his playing time and all kind of positions, right? But one thing that we're right. hearing that's holding up this trade is that the New York Jets are looking for compensation back in case Aaron Rodgers retires. What are your thoughts on that, man? Because I would think that, hey, if, again, if these reports are true, I would think that, hey, if the New York Jets are already thinking that this guy might split after one year, is this the right, right move for the Jets? What are your thoughts on that, man? Well, you know, this was their, their choice to, to, uh, to bring him in as a kind of a start refuge for, uh, for Zach Wilson. I mean, I, I would have, you know, preferred the other option is, is – is, uh, his car. If you have a little bit of long term of fed, you have a long long term commitment. Uh, but they chose uh, this, so uh, you know they're gonna have to go with it. I mean, I mean Aaron Rodgers is. I think he'll. Play, I think he'll play two years. You know, I think you're not just gonna get one year. I think if you get close, they put competitor in you is gonna want to come back, and you got Odell Beckham and all these other guys. Hopefully, with your team, I think he'll play two years. But I don't think I don't think he'll play more than two years though. So. You know, you know, long as long as the money's there and he's in New York and he's getting worshipped, and I think I think it's too much for him to um, to give up. You know. <laughs> no, I mean you're speaking some facts, and that's what you know. Because again, we've also been hearing about Lamar Jackson, right? Lamar Jackson has requested right, trade publicly, right. and the media spoke to Joe Douglas as well, speaking about Lamar Jackson, and they, they directly asked about Lamar Jackson. He basically said, hey, look, you know, we're not interested in Lamar Jackson. If we even entertain that, it would be in bad faith. And so they pretty much closed the door and let it know straight away that they're all in for Aaron, for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, what are your thoughts about that? Don't you think that the New York Jets should be looking at Lamar Jackson? I mean, he, he's, he's basically saying, hey, I want out of here. I want to be moved on from. Don't you think the New York Jets should take a look at that? Uh, yeah, I mean, as, as every, every team should. <laughs> you know, you know. I don't care who you got on your quarterback. I mean, uh, you know, you should take a look at Lamar Jackson. He's one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. You should take a look at it. I mean, you shouldn't just close the door. Um, you know, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. You know, apparently you want this pick because you don't you don't see him in five. You know, you don't see him uh, there beyond one year. You have to take a look at it and see where the situation is with with uh, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. 
you know you, you got to i mean you, you know i mean it's it's i mean hey if you're if you're that deep say they they investigating and looking at you know they was all they had to say was we look at every option to make our team better he says no we're focused on Aaron Rodgers you know I think they need to look at it. I mean, Lamar's a great player. I mean, he hasn't been hurt. He's been hurt a lot, but he's still a great player, you know, and you got to look at it, you know. You can't just leave it mm-hmm. on the, uh, uh, you know, just say, oh, we're not, we're all committed. No, the deal's not done. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, Aaron yeah. Rodgers can pick up and say, I'm, I'm retired. I'm tired of this. I'm going to retire. He can actually do that, mm-hmm. you know. So you got to look into it. You yeah, to- yeah, I was, I was. Man, I was a little shocked, you know, when when Joe Douglas just yeah. basically fly, I mean, he flat out said, "Listen, you know, we would be operating in bad faith if we were even right. really entertain the idea, you know, of Lamar Jackson." Of course, you know, you go back right. to what they were doing with Derek Carr, and Derek Carr right. said, "Hey, I don't want to be strung along," and moved on, knowing that, hey, they're all in for Aaron Rodgers. So they put it out straight out. Joe Douglas, when he said that, yeah. put it out on the table. We are all in for Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. You know, it is what it is there. Now, right. my final question before I let you go, man, there was a lot of discussion going back and forth. Zach Wilson will be the will be the Jets' number two quarterback. Of course, you know, Robert yeah. Sella did say as of now, and then the media immediately got on him, and he just said, listen, straight away, he's going to be our number two guy. Are you shocked that he's actually going to be the Jets' number two quarterback this upcoming season? I mean, because <laughs> – I thought that they were going to have him as a third stringer, kind of sitting back, you know, not let him, you know, go out yeah. there and play too much, you know, kind of fix some things. I mean, what are your I, thoughts I, I on that? I would think, you think I would, that this is a good idea. I think they they would they would automatically say he has to earn his spot in camp, you know, as the backup. I wouldn't just automatically give him the second uh, a second spot. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he has to earn his. He has to earn every. every nobody's given anything, and I think that's one of the things that hurt Jack because he didn't have to earn the spot. You have to earn every position you get in the International Football League. Nothing's given to you. So, you know, uh, a guy like Aaron Rodgers, yeah, but, I mean, Jack paid horrible last year. And he has to come mm-hmm. back and he has to learn on – he has to earn that place, the second uh, – you know, he has to compete, you know. So I would I, – mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, I don't know if they, they're just saying that. But you got to, But I mean, Salah is a guy about earning your earning your keep on the field, and you know clearly Zach mm-hmm. didn't earn you know didn't earn anything last year. He was he was terrible. He, I mean, I mean, one of the things I mean, one of the things what I was fearing about Zach Zach Wilson coming into New York thing, and you know he was a deer in headlights. I mean, when the pressure was on, it, it got to him. He got butter knees. He got second guessing himself. He was scared last year, and anybody could see that he was playing scared. So mm-hmm. uh, you know. I mean, it was too much for him. I mean, he, I mean, the guy has all the talent in the world. Let's not get a he, – he's, he got all the – but when you go out there, you, you're talking about playoffs and, you, you know, the pressure is on, you know, in New York City, and they're talking about – it's a lot of pressure. He, 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 he folded, and that's, that's expected from a guy from BYU <laughs> to the National Football League, you know? So Here we go. Zach has to earn it, man. He has to earn it, man. I wouldn't have did that. Okay. All right. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in, Chris. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, brother. All right. 
listen, Chris, calling in. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, please be patient, especially new callers. We will get to everybody. Next, I'm going to my guy from Atlanta. I'm coming straight to him. I know he's going to give us some takes. Salutes to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, we're talking Aaron Rodgers. We're talking Lamar Jackson. We're talking Jets. Give me your thoughts on, you know, the rumor that's circulating, according to reports, that the Jets are going to give up two second-round picks. One of them could end up being a first-rounder, depending on, you know, the escalators or things that Aaron Rodgers could reach. But the thing that's hanging up the, the deal right now is that the Jets are looking for compensation back in case Aaron Rodgers retires. What are your thoughts about these reports and rumors, swirling? Do you think that this is a good move for the Jets? Hey, salute to you for the show as always, man. Uh, yeah, I, I just think we're at the, uh, you know how to use car lot when you see the people outside negotiating. The, <laughs> the dealer says one thing, the customer <laughs> says another. I think that's the period that we're in right now. That's what you're seeing. So mm-hmm. I think the Packers thought they had a little more leverage as far as, hey, you're the only one, but if you really want this guy, then you have no problem with compensation. And I think the Jets are looking at it like, yeah, but also he can't go back to you guys anyway. And if you make a, uh, you make this deal untenable, you can't have that guy go back to your building because Aaron Rodgers with a grudge, uh, he would probably just not retire and force them to pay him. Like the things he yeah. would do to get back at him would not go yeah. well for the Green Bay Packers. So they don't have the no, level that was, I think people thought they had uh, before, you know, we started mm-hmm. talking about this deal. So I, I think mm-hmm. that's where they are, man. They, they're just going to keep gnawing at each other, and eventually they're going to meet in the middle on something. But, hey, can't, can't blame them for asking. Yeah. And, you know, what's crazy, and a lot of people, and, again, of course, we're starting to already hear things come out, people starting to bash Aaron Rodgers now because, you know, it's looking like he's going to be a Jet fairly soon. But a lot of people were all up in arms talking about how much leverage Green Bay had, and it was like, oh, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Actually, you don't, especially as long as this continues to play out because guess what? If you don't get compensation for him this year, that's going to jack you up. You're the ones that are going to go forward with Jordan Love, right? That's who you've already said mm-hmm. that you're ready to move forward with. Aaron Rodgers costs a ton of money. If you don't get this deal done, he'll just sit there and fold his arms. He probably won't retire, like you said as well. He's going to hold that grudge. And he's going to force you to pay him all of that money, all $60 million that we know you don't want to do, right? He's going to force you to pay every last dime to him, and it's going to hurt you and your football team, you know? So you can keep on playing this game if you want to, Green Bay. You better take that compensation and give, you know, give and pull, like you said as well, and try to work this deal. Now, another thing that was spoken about as well with Joe Douglas that was a little shocking to me was the Lamar Jackson situation. We know that Lamar Jackson is now requesting a trade from the Ravens, and we'll see what happens going forward with that. But when Joe Douglas was asked about the possibility of the New York Jets going after Lamar Jackson, he came flat out and said, listen, we would be operating in bad faith if we did that. Basically closing the door on it. Were you shocked that he would do that? And do you think that that is a door that the New York Jets should keep open at this point? Uh, well, well I'll, I'll go beyond that. I, I would say every team uh, who doesn't have a franchise quarterback should pursue Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson. And the compensation, two first-round picks or whatever it is, uh, I mean, that's the price of a franchise quarterback, and they should pay it. Now, 
dealing with reality, and again, this is speculation because I don't have any sources that can uh, mm-hmm. tell you this is accurate, but I believe yeah. that the NFL owners have colluded and they have decided that they are not going to go beyond that Deshaun Watson threshold as far as a contract, and they are all in, you know, they're all in lockstep on this. So because of that, Joe Douglas doesn't, like, this is over his head. This is the front mm-hmm. office, like, letting him know, like, no, we're not going to be involved in that. We're not going to be the ones who push this quarterback number over what we already feel like is unacceptable. So I, I think mm-hmm. the, the NFL owners are showing you the kind of solidarity that wins lockouts, the kind of solidarity that has gotten them to the point of where they beat the players up every time there's some kind of discussion about labor. So, yeah, I, I think they're showing that well because, man, all it would take is one Al Davis to step in and say, hey, give me Lamar. He's 26. Uh, he's an all-pro guy. He's won an MVP. Uh, this is what you do for that kind of talent. But, again, that Deshaun Watson deal changed everything, man. Every, they're just looking at yeah. them like these contracts are getting out of hand and no more. Yeah. We're not going past this. So I don't think Joe Douglas yeah. had a choice. Yeah. I mean, I look at it, you know, that I've heard that as well. There are some people out there that believe that their collusion is involved, right? But I look at it, man, you get involved with this Ravens and Lamar Jackson, I think they tie you up. I think that anything that comes across that offer sheet that comes from Lamar Jackson, the Ravens are going to match it. They're going to match it. And I feel like you're almost doing your, their dirty work for them as far as assessing his market and what he's going to be worth and what he'll be taking uh, for them if you do that. And I think a lot of teams want to stay away from that and stray away from that, especially, again, when that can hamstring you and tie you up. But there is a lot of talk about collusion and it, what it is so forth. And I, I get it. I get it. You know, that could well, be said, well, like you well, said well, as well. well, well let me, These well, contracts let me, let me are going north. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. Right. Let, well, let me ask you this. What's more likely, that a bunch of rich people in a room agreed on something or <laughs> that they think the compensation is so <laughs> – Damaging and the Ravens yeah. will only match that you just can't do anything. Because let's be honest, we've seen poison pill contracts before. Like we've seen that in the NBA, the MLB, where you just decide you know how much this person is willing to dump in the escrow, and you just go a couple mm-hmm. of levels beyond that and make it to where they just have to go ahead and let it go. Like this could happen. And, you know, we're yeah. also in the Kevin Durant territory uh, because NFL players don't have the power of NBA players, but quarterbacks mm-hmm. almost do. So what happens when a quarterback says, you franchise me and I'm not showing up? Because, you know, this takes us back to, you know, some of us are older on this phone uh, where people didn't show up for minicamp and things like that. Like what happens if Lamar says, I'm going to make this messy? I'm not showing up. Then what do you do? So I I, I just have a hard time believing nobody wants to go after a 26-year-old franchise quarterback in his prime. So I'm – yeah. I'm not even entertaining at this point. I don't think any GM has the pull to do it. I think the owners made their, made their choice. Okay. Okay. Now, as we continue forward, listen, there's a lot of talk and love for Dwayne Brown from Robert Sullivan. And I want to get your thoughts on this, man. Robert Sullivan's called him a freaking rock star, talks about how much he loves him. Do you think that Dwayne Brown will be the New York Jets starting left tackle day one at this point? It seems like we're heading towards that territory, right? Still in the facility, still working out, hasn't been let go, right? The, the coaching staff is talking about how much they love him. They're talking him up. I mean, is this guy the New York Jets starting left tackle? Do you think that that's what happens? Yeah, I, I think so. And, and I think how you carry yourself in a building means a lot. 
uh, to franchise. This is the stuff we as fans don't get to see. But the guy who has a certain prestige in a building to where a coach just openly says things like he's saying, like just glowing praise for a guy, yes, I, I think we do see him at left tackle, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Listen, I was hoping that we would get a guy like Paris Johnson. Of course, there's some guys out there, a kid from Georgia. I like him as well. Uh, Skaronsky, too. We'll see what happens going forward. It's very interesting. And, again, they constantly are talking about how that shoulder injury, you know, kind of hurt Dwayne Brown in his play last season. Now, before I let you go, Sella also came out and talked about Zach Wilson, too. Had a discussion, and he said flat out that he's going to be the number two. He did say as of now at first, and then the media was like, oh. And then he reeled it back in and said, yes, you know, he's going to be our number two guy. What are your thoughts on Zach Wilson being the backup quarterback, and do you think that that's the right move for the New York Jets? Uh, Yeah. Not only is it the right move uh, as far as for the future, but it's the right move for as far as retaining value. Even if you have no plans on keeping him as the number two quarterback and he gets beat out for that and ends up the third stringer in camp, you want to present mm-hmm. present it as if you hold him in high high regard. And also you want to put some confidence mm-hmm. into the kid. So even if we have two, two or three years of Aaron Rodgers, guess what? If you pump Zach Wilson enough, we've seen the Patriots do this time after time. Uh, that back mm-hmm. to the quarterback market, Somehow you can always squeeze a second rounder out of a failed uh, franchise pick. So, yeah, <laughs> to me, you, you want to discipline them, but you also don't want to devalue. So I, I'm with it. Yeah, make him the number two for now and let him fall on his face or thrive as number mm-hmm. two. All right. I mean, look, I, I hear that take. I was just hoping that he would be in straight bubble wrap and we wouldn't see him for a year or two years, however long Aaron Rodgers was here. But, I get it. You make him number two, he still gets to prepare. He's sitting sitting behind Aaron Rodgers, still gets to go out there. But I tell you what, if Aaron does, you know, happen to get nicked up, maybe misses a game or some snaps, and Zach come in and he stinks it up or he doesn't play very well, boy, oh, boy, this fan base Ooh. is going to be all over him and the, the lack of confidence will – Get even lower. As we should, though. As we should, though. Look, if he comes in for a spot start and is bad, he deserves all of the ire that Jet fans bring him. It's up to him okay. to at least be competent enough to where like, – look, man, how many times have we seen Bill do this, man? It, it, all he has to do is be decent in preseason and decent in a spot start or two, and, man, we can, we can flip that into a second rounder, baby. Like, you okay. know the game. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, but this kid needs a lot of work. <laughs> uh, yeah, a yeah, lot definitely. of work. I mean, Mike LaFleur on his way out of here was literally like, look, we should have sat him down. Like, he, he literally started to say things like, it would have benefited Zach Wilson to sit behind a, a veteran quarterback for a year or two. Like, he started saying things, and then they got his ass up out of here. But it is what it is, right? Zach Wilson. Yeah, we'll see that, what happens going forward with you. Where you send the email over quick. Hurry up and do, hurry up and do the trade. <laughs> no, you can't come and watch him throw in practice. No, you can't see him uh, break down film. Hurry up and send the trade. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, we'll see what happens going forward. Listen, <laughs> I got to slide off. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Yes, sir. Have a good one, y'all. All right. You have a good one. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Okay, we're taking all callers. Going to the Savages. Salutes to the Savages in the chat going off. Jack Kenneth says, 
LBJ, what do you think of the Moore trade? Elijah Moore, I thought it was a solid trade, right? New York Jets get a second-round pick, uh, you know. The uh, Browns get Elijah Moore and a third-round pick. But I, I, I also look at the situation because initially I was like, uh, but then I'm thinking, okay, say that second rounder, again, is put into this trade and it's given, you know, and you get Aaron Rodgers. You give up two second round picks, you get Aaron Rodgers. That's a good move, right? You basically gave up Elijah Moore in the third, you get Aaron Rodgers. Nice stuff. But what if Joe Douglas takes that second round pick and turns it into something else as well? So I, I, I'm thinking that the trade's solid. It's all right. But we still got to see what he does with that, all right? So salutes to Jack Kenny as well. He says, LBJ, do you think the Jets will win the Super Bowl this year with Rodgers? If yes, then you give Green Bay what they want. If no, different direction. Here's the deal, Jack. I hear that, right? You want to do whatever it takes to, to put your team in the best situation to win the Super Bowl. But if you can get more flesh, you do that. You don't get fleeced. And that's why I like Joe Douglas. Does Aaron Rodgers put us in a position to win a Super Bowl? Absolutely. Right, gives us a quarterback. We have a lot of offensive weapons. The defense looks phenomenal, but at the same time, you still got to play the game, right? You still got to go out there and put your team in the best situation possible. If you don't have to give up a lot of capital, then you don't do it because that capital that we give up could be utilized to continue to build this football team. We still got positions we need to address: linebacker, safety, offensive line. There's various other positions that still need work here, and Green Bay is in a position right now where we all know the New York Jets were. The only team that's on the doorstep. The only team that's willing to give up what they want for Aaron Rodgers and the only team that's willing to pay Aaron Rodgers. To this point, and it's been talked about constantly, Green Bay's also got to meet us in the middle. Not going to get fleeced. And if we don't have to give up a first-rounder, I don't want to do it, and I love Aaron Rodgers. All right, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Salute to Kevin Ramos as well. He says, Joe, love your show. If everyone stays healthy, the Jets will finish 12-5 and in 2023. We'll see. We will see. All right. Salutes to you, Kevin. I'll thank you for uh, getting on in there. Salutes to all the savages. We're getting back to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers, and we're bringing the heat. Next, I'm going to my guy, Dwayne. Dwayne, I'm coming directly to you. I'm coming directly for, to Dwayne. Salutes to you, Dwayne. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Dwayne, we are talking Aaron Rodgers. We're talking Jets. We're talking Lamar Jackson. Listen, Joe Douglas comes out flat out and tells the media, look, they asked him about Lamar Jackson. Of course, we all know that he's requesting a trade, right? And the media asked Joe Douglas, hey, do you see the New York Jets? Do you see you guys going after Lamar Jackson? He said he wouldn't do it because it would be operating in bad faith. What are your thoughts about that, man? Do you think the New York Jets should keep that door open? I mean, this this deal with Aaron Rodgers isn't done. But when you say what Joe Douglas has said, they're pretty much all in on Aaron Rodgers. What are your thoughts on that, man? I mean, you can keep the door open, um, but you don't have to tell anybody. Um, I think with many trades, you can you can posture with a lot of trades. But I think Aaron Rodgers is a special case where um, the intangibles, I guess you want to say, is – is, you know, is important for him, you know, the respect, um, the, 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 the feeling of the situation, you know, the place mm-hmm. you know, where he knows he's won. That's important. So um, regardless if they're really pursuing Lamar or not, I think they would say it in order to keep um, things 
uh, cordial and a good relationship with Aaron in case he does come here. So I think that's the best posture. That's a better posture than trying to trick, quote unquote, the Packers um, into mm-hmm. hurrying this thing because it seems like it's going to get done one way or another. So if you get a better deal, but Aaron is not heart is not in it totally, you know, are you really getting what you want? So I think that was the best uh, approach mm-hmm. for that one. Yeah. So when you look at this this deal with for Aaron Rodgers, right? There's a lot of rumors swirling. Right now, it's looking like the deal is coming close to being done. Right? We've been we're, we've been talking about this for a while, but now rumors are swirling that the compensation that the Packers would receive from the Jets to get Aaron Rodgers is a 2023 second rounder, a 2024 second rounder that could turn into a first, depending on you know some things that Aaron Rodgers would have to meet here. But that what's hanging the deal up is that the Jets are looking for compensation back in case, in case Aaron Rodgers retires. What are your thoughts about that, man? I think the second rounder is the first second rounder is is minimum what you're going to get for the trade. The, the next second rounder is um and it would be with the uh. Uh, where the stipulations are you either host a playoff game or what was it? You go to an AFC championship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted we wanted a Super Bowl stipulation where it was if you win a Super Bowl, you get a first round. But I think it's good. Um, people say this. I'm never sure if it's true that playoff experience is valuable to your team. So playing in the playoffs – maybe boost your game a little bit. So um, maybe you learn from it. So maybe there's value in that. Not, it's not the Super Bowl thing that we wanted. So if we do give up our first for hosting an AFC championship game, you know, maybe mm-hmm. Zach gets something from that. Maybe the team gets something from that. Now, the, the third part of the deal where we get something back if Aaron doesn't come back, that's very shady to me. It says that the Packers don't trust that Aaron is coming back himself. That It shows that they know what they're giving up, and they know they could be giving up a guy that's going to retire after one year. And to me, that's, that's bad faith. Um, that's, it's not a lot to say. It, it, it's, it's, how much faith do you need? to have, or minimal faith that you need to have to say, this guy's going to play at least two years. You can't even give something up just in case he only plays one year and you want two, maybe uh, two second round picks, uh, two second round picks, maybe a second or a first. Here's that, the thing. Here's the thing, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate. I'm going to look at it from the Packers' side. If you're the Packers, you don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do, right? If you listen to all the, the media the GM has come out and spoken with the media, and they said that they've tried to contact Aaron Rodgers, or they tried to contact Aaron Rodgers and figure things out. And if you listen to the media from Aaron Rodgers' side, Aaron Rodgers says they never tried to contact him at all. So nobody really knows what's going on here, right? Because a lot of what the Packers are saying contradicts what Aaron Rodgers is saying, and nobody really knows who to believe. So at this point, 
right? The Packers are looking at the situation. All, everything that went on, the darkness retreat, all that stuff, right? Waiting on Aaron to make his decision. Look, we're going to move on from this guy either way, okay? They had this issue a little while back as well, trying to figure out if he was going to come back or retire or whatever. And if you're a Packer at this point, you don't want to go through this again. So let's move on. It's time to get a clean break. I don't care if the guy plays uh, uh, next month or next week or whatever. As long as we get this deal done and move forward, that's all that they care about. So, of course, they're not going to be interested in giving compensation back. But at the same time, it's like, hey, we're still willing to deal in because when you look at it from the Jets side, hey, we've got to make sure that we got to cross our I's and or cross our T's and dot our I's here, right? If he does decide to move on and he truly is going to be a one-year rental, we should be able to get compensation back just to help us continue to move forward. I mean, that's kind of like what you have to look at it from both sides. I mean, you see that, Dwayne? I mean, I, I see it, but it's not if you if you're going to trade if you're going to trade a player away, and the big gripe with him is you don't trust that he's going to come back, and that you don't want to have to pay for that. What is the other team? Thinking. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're putting all the risk on the Jets and yes. getting I mean, all the If rewards. you're the Packers, why would you care? If you're the Packers, why do you? Why would you care? You're trying to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. I, I we're moving on. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're tired of this guy. We, we don't want to deal with, you know, him taking however long to figure out whether he wants to play or doesn't want to play. I want to move on. That's it. So if you're the Packers, it's like, no, we don't want to give you extra compensation. You want to deal with him, right? We've already dealt with this. Whether he wants to play or doesn't want to play already, you know, that, that's how you have to look at it from their side. They're, they're ready to make a clean break and move on, and so they're not looking to give compensation away. It is what it is, and you have to understand I, I from that side, from their point. Get it? I, no, I totally – I can't say I respect it. I totally understand mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. My, my issue with it is – so if the deal doesn't happen, you have Aaron Rodgers coming back to your facility. You have Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers causing mayhem in your facility with the media, um, you know, possibly talking about he wants to start. Um, and you're going you're gonna to be causing problems for yourself. If you really want to get rid of Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers you're, you're getting a two-and-a-one, and, a one, and mm-hmm. then you have something – it's just it's it's just a safety precaution. If you have any faith yeah. in him, that that shouldn't be a big deal. Mm. If you have any faith, so it shows you have no faith in him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the only thing about it. Yeah. I, I think it's yeah. I, I'm looking at it. Yeah, I look at it. I'm telling you, if I if I were the Packers, I would give. Look, if you want a third round pick back, if he retires, I'll give it to you, just so we can get the deal done. Because as long as this continues to string out. Right. As long as it continues to go on, the less leverage you have. And then you can play yourself into a corner where, you know, and there's some deadlines that are coming up. But the last thing you want to do is be close to the season, close to September, and still have him on that roster because then you're going to have to deal with a whole heck of a lot more problems. Because there is a chance that as Henri, as Henri, as Aaron Rodgers is, he could fold his arms and be like, yeah, I'm still going to be here. And then you'd probably be forced to pay him. And that's the last thing that you want to do. And now you really have no kind of leverage, no nothing. You would have passed the draft, so you don't have compensation for that. You just don't want to play that game. 
And I think that eventually, again, the, 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 the Packers are going to look at this situation soon and be like, hey, we're just going to get the deal done and write it out there. Now, Dwayne, I want to get your thoughts on this, man, really quickly before I let you go. There's a lot of love, you know, surrounded Dwayne Brown right now. Do you think that Dwayne Brown ends up being the New York Jets starting left tackle this upcoming season? Uh, there's a reason why I'm going to say yes. The reason I say yes is because I've seen a couple of, of um, draft knocks, and, and these draft knocks make a lot of sense, that mm-hmm. um, those three tackles, eligible tackles for the first round, especially in that 13 area, um, mm-hmm. top 15 picks, that they're going to be gone. So it's if we do get a, uh, a tackle, it might be the second round. Um now, I don't know what, what we're going to get in the first round of that, if that's possible. If that happens, mm-hmm. I have no idea. Um, so I think he might be starting for that reason. I don't trust it. we got an older left tackle um, who had an injury issue last year, and then we have a right tackle that had an injury issue for the first for the last two years. It, it doesn't look great. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have – you know, other you have other things that you need to get. I think you need to get a, a quarterback late in the draft, um, and you know, for him to be learning under Aaron Rodgers in case that doesn't learn enough from Aaron Rodgers' weather. And I think you need a maybe a, a you know an athletic tight end. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, it's going to be a rough draft. I, this is the weirdest draft I've ever seen, where Joe Douglas just made a great trade. Well, I can't say it's a great trade because I wanted Elijah to stay, but because we're going to give up a second rounder, I call it a great trade. So we're going to have mm-hmm. one and two, maybe get Aaron at the same time, and I have no real confidence that we're really going to get what we need in the draft. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why I think he's going to, he's going to, he's going to be starting. It's, it's, you know, I'm almost sure he's going to be starting. Okay. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in, Dwayne. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. You have yourself a good one. All right, have a great show, Joe. All right, thank you. Again, we're getting to these lines. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Oh, Brick City, call back. I think we just lost Brick City. Hopefully he calls back. I couldn't wait to speak to him. Lines are hot. We will get to everybody, new callers. Please hold on. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next. Ted, I'm coming directly to you. Jake, other callers as well. Please hold on. We'll get to you in a second. Ted, salute. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Man, this is a hot show so far. We're going back and forth. There's a lot of developments happening with this Aaron Rodgers trade. What are your thoughts about the rumors swirling, about the Jets giving up two seconds? Potentially one of those seconds could be a first. But the thing that's holding up the trade right now is that Green Bay doesn't want to give back a pick in case Aaron Rodgers uh, decides to retire in 2024, what are your thoughts about that trade, uh, the rumors swirling about this trade compensation in the package? Hey, Joe, good evening. Good to talk to you again. Um, I honestly think, since we're the only suitors for Rodgers, that that conversation is too much. And mm, okay, I think you don't know who put out the rumor. I mean, it could be the Packers. Uh, I, I don't know if we would put out a rumor. But to, that seems to be that seems to me to be a little too much to give up for a one year rental. Uh, maybe okay. we can give up a second, 
this year, I would just say, hey, take it or leave it on a second and, and make them sweat it out to the draft and then maybe even negotiate draft night. I know it's going to be stressful and we have all these YouTubers we have to watch every day and all the media and radio shows. <laughs> With all due respect, Joe, with all due respect, um, you know, I tend to cut back on this, this kind of stressful ahead, stuff every day. Yeah, it's too much every day. It's just too stressful. Um, but I really, I really think I, I would say a second rounder, take it or leave it, and maybe a little wiggle room around the draft if we have to throw in like a fourth, whatever. Um, one more thing, Joe, real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. The Lamar, I would really start to really consider Lamar, and being because it's funny how you started the show with that because I was thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to give up two seconds, possibly one of them could be a first, you might as well go in for Lamar. Because I looked up his record. He's 45 and 16 as a starter. I mean, I could take take that all day long, and he's 25. And I know he's had a few injuries. Uh, Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. So here's the deal. I I want to – and we'll we'll Mm -hmm. touch on the Lamar thing in one second. But what you were talking about with Aaron Rodgers, I think that's interesting, okay? I understand, you know, wanting to – again, we are the only team, you know, to this point that has really been after Aaron Rodgers the way that we, we're all in, okay? We're all in. But here's the deal. Two seconds for, for Aaron Rodgers I don't think is, is a bad deal for the Jets at all. I think that's a solid conversation. I mean, this guy's what? He's a four-time – uh, however many times MVP, this guy's won Super Bowls, he's done his thing. He's still a great quarterback in this league, right? Two second-round picks for that type of guy that's still a really good quarterback, still an upper echelon deal, I think is fine. But I think you – and it's very smart of Joe Douglas to want to cover his rear just in case Aaron Rodgers retires in 2024, just in case, mm-hmm. right? Which mm-hmm. also makes me wonder just a little bit, like – you know, hasn't that been, shouldn't that have been fleshed out? But again, this is Aaron Rodgers, and we've seen him, you know, go through this before. Where yeah, everything's good, and then you know he kind of contemplates. He even said he went into, you know, the darkness retreat. You know, ninety percent retired at this at this point, right? He said that recently. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I understand where Joe Douglas is coming from with the situation of wanting picks back, and I think that eventually Green Bay, if they truly want to get this done are going to cave. Now, to the extent that they cave, we will see, because it depends on what Joe Douglas wants back as far as compensation in case Aaron Rodgers retires. I think that's going to be a big thing as well. Now, going forward with Lamar Jackson, very interesting topic, Ted. You know, I love yeah. some Lamar Jackson. I wanted him in the draft. Anybody can go back and listen to, you know, I, I talked about that because I did not think that we were going to get who we got, right? But here's the deal. The thing about Lamar Jackson is, and I like the idea of him coming here, giving up two first-round picks if you get him, but I don't think that you end up getting him because I think that the Ravens are going to match anything that is on the offer sheet. I I think we all – everybody in the league, I believe, thinks that. Everybody. Even some of the analysts that I I respect and I listen to have said, listen, the Ravens are going to match anything on that offer sheet. And basically what that does is that holds you up. It holds up. It ties up a lot of your cap. You've got to go through a lot of these situations. You've got to figure out what's going on here. And so that's why I could see the New York Jets staying away from this Lamar Jackson situation to this point. Unless this Packers deal just completely falls apart, which it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like it is. It sounds like soon it will be done. 
that's the only way that I could even see us really considering Lamar Jackson. Even Joe Douglas has come out and said recently, you know, just in these older meetings that even, you know, discussing the Jets going after Lamar Jackson is a no-go because he'd be in bad faith, you know. So yeah. I, I don't think that we'll do it. And then you also got to – if we do end up with him, if you even to think about going after him, the amount of money you're going to have to pay that man <laughs> is going to be serious business. But I hear what you're saying, though, Ted. I just – I can't see it happening, yep. man. What are your thoughts? I got you, Joe. Uh, I'll go back to what Woody Johnson said. I mean, the guy, the guy's in the seventies. He wants to win. I mean, this is the way to do it. I mean, he, mm-hmm. you know, go after Rodgers. And if you got to, and I, I didn't like the idea before, but now that we're further along mm-hmm. into this whole Aaron Rodgers drama, the, the, mm-hmm. the, just to think about getting a Lamar, and I know he's going to hurt, and I know he's going to cost money. It's a 2023 first and a 2024 first. So the 2024 mm-hmm. first will not hurt if we're, if we're a lot better. could be a mid-rounder or a late first-rounder. Mm-hmm. The 2023 pick could be would be 13. Um, let me say this, Joe. If you really want to win, you need to come close to Deshaun's money. If it hurts, if, mm-hmm. if you step on a toes doing it, so what? Look what look what Robert Kraft does. Whatever he did, I mean, who knows what he did with uh, Brady's deals every year? He, he's you know Brady mm-hmm. didn't get paid a lot, but I don't know how you know he's worth a lot of well, money. Well, listen, Ted, 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 listen. We I don't want those people knocking at my door. I don't you don't don't I don't want those people knocking at my door. Okay, I'm. Mean, I got you. Come on, Ted. I'm, I'm trying to keep things clean. I got you, you know, Joe. I'm just what do you what more what do, you do you want from me? Slow uh, down, I don't want those three letters knocking at my door, Ted. You know what I'm saying? I like you. I like talking to you. I don't want those folks knocking at my door. Let's move forward, okay? I want to talk about Zach Wilson with you, all right? Zach Mm -hmm. Wilson, to this point, Sully has come out and talked about naming him the number two quarterback here. It looks like he's going to be the Jets' backup. How do you feel about that, man? I thought we were going to have this guy under bubble happen. We wouldn't see him until, like, 2024, maybe 2025. Yeah. There's a chance of somebody get who you know if it's Rodgers, according to deals not done. But if Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. gets dinged up, maybe misses a game or has to come out for a couple of plays, we can end up seeing Zach Wilson. What are your thoughts on this, man? Are you shocked that Zach's going to be the number two? I agree with you. I believe the Atlanta caller who said, uh, the gentleman from Atlanta who said that uh, part of it's uh, giving confidence to Zach. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what confidence level he has now. It can't be much. This, and the second thing is um, his value, keeping his value up. I don't. I don't think he could be number two behind mm-hmm. anybody right now. He's got. He may be in yeah. the practice. He probably should be on the practice squad, but that he couldn't go that. You know that low. Uh, it, it would be embarrassing to the organization to put him on the practice squad. But there's no way that guy should be number two quarterback. No way. Yeah. He, he has got to be number three. He's like a developmental quarterback at this point. I hate to say it, but mm-hmm. until he shows signs of. Uh, Improvement somehow. I don't know, Joe. Joe, I don't know, Joe. <laughs> I, I, that's an extremely difficult conversation to have right now with that with that guy. He was so bad. I, I, yeah. You could have put Vince Lombardi as his offensive coordinator or whoever. You know, Belichick or whoever you want to put. I don't think it would help. I mean, you know, hopefully Nathaniel Hackett and some of the new coaches we have will be able to help Zach Wilson out going forward, but. I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Again, Mike White going to the Dolphins, I was like, whoa, that's, 
that's big. And then I was hoping that the Jets would go grab somebody else. But, no, it's looking like Zach Wilson's going to be the number two guy. So, before I let you go, mm. Ted, give me your thoughts on this. Mm. Sulla comes out and says, uh, pass rushers don't grow on trees. Carl Lawson's going to be mm-hmm. on this roster. There's been a lot of hate from a lot of people in the fan base about Carl Lawson. What are your thoughts nah. about this, man, this vote of confidence from Sulla? I really like Carl Lawson and what he brings to the table. What are your thoughts, man? So do I. You know what, Joe, coming off that injury takes a couple of years to get back full strength. I don't I, I don't think he was anywhere near full strength last year. So mm-hmm. I got to give him another year. Um, and like I said in the, on a previous call, we, we may need to look at like a Frank Clark if we can nag him mm-hmm. just for another uh, intro. Hey, Joe, one more thing about the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Rodgers fell through, you think we would trade 13 and I'll couple of number twos to move up for uh, a quarterback. Any chance of that? I don't, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that could be out there. I don't know if the Jets will do that, but again, mm-hmm. you know, this deal, I I just I I want to stay optimistic. I want to stay positive. I don't think the deal's going to fall through. I think it's going to come close. Mm-hmm. The closer we come to the draft, right, the more mm-hmm. pressure is going to be on Green Bay. I could literally see this deal being done on draft night. That's yep, what I. That's what I honestly think it's it's probably going to get done. I, I just have a mm-hmm. feeling. It just in in my heart that this deal is going to yep. be done on draft night. That it's going to have yep. good reading. Green Bay is going to have to feel the fire. Yeah, go, mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah, I'll give you the last word on it. But that's that's how I feel. No, I was point. saying. I was saying, Joe. That, sorry, Joe. I was saying good ratings for you, Joe. Because every everybody <laughs> every every channel that <laughs> any information from. Um, got to get you to 2000 stuff, Joe. Got to get you to 2000. Yeah. Joe, we have to think of every – we have to think of every option, every possible yeah. option on the table. John Elway drafted 20 of them in his career or whatever he drafted. Yeah. He drafted over and over. Ah, uh, Joe. Listen. I don't know what to say. Listen. It's, it's, it's always a drama with the Jets, right? Yeah, it is. Listen, Ted, I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, all right? All right, Joe. Take care, Joe. All right. Listen, Ted, call again. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Salute to all the savages in the chat. Salute to everybody, man. Val, Ron, Sergeant CVO, GDH. You know what I'm saying? Salute to everybody. Devin in going in. He says, Dev says, JD will not be fleeced. Okay, they won't match the 250 guaranteed. Yeah, there was a lot of talk about that. He also spoke about Zach Wilson. He says if he can't be a backup, he's cuttable. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying I wanted to see Zach really get a chance to sit back for a second and really catch his breath. Okay, if he's ever really going to work out here, he needs time. Okay, and we can clearly see that that mechanics. And everything else that's going on around him, it ain't working well. He's got to put it together. All right? Got to put it together. We get back to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking our callers next. I'm going to my guy, Jake. Val, I think he's after him. Val, hold on a second. Other callers as well. Be patient. Jake, I'm coming directly to you. Jake, salutes. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Jake, we're talking... Aaron Rodgers, we're talking this deal. It's not done yet, but there's a lot of things swirling. It seems like it's coming close to being finished. 
But the thing that's hanging it up is the New York Jets are looking for draft compensation back in case Aaron Rodgers retires in 2024, according to reports and rumors. What are your thoughts about that, man? Uh, Joe, good evening. Uh, Lovely Tuesday night, uh, Taco Tuesday. I just had a taco. It was fantastic. Uh, I thought I shared that first. Um, I will say, (laughs) actually, just to be off topic for one second, um, I will tell you something for all the Washington Commander fans. I hope your dream comes true and Dan Snyder sells the team. So, to all those Commander (laughs) fans, I hope it happens. I really, and if Magic Johnson gets involved in another team, I think that's a a heck of a story right there. So, I want to say that first. I was that was pretty cool. So we'll see what happens with that with the owners' meetings. Um, um, you know what, guys? I, I say it over and over again. Um, our new quarterback's favorite words: R E L A X. Relax. Going to get done. Mm. It, it's getting mm. done. It's going to get done. Woody Johnson anxious. Woody Johnson's anxious when his sushi doesn't come on his uh, yacht. Okay, that's what he gets nervous about. He doesn't get nervous about New York Jets matters. Let's be for real here. Okay, yeah. he. It's this look. Whatever Joe Douglas, I trust whatever he's going to do. I I mm-hmm. still believe it's going to be the second. I don't I don't think the two second round. It's, he's not. It's not going to be two second rounders this year. The the, the Jets wow. know they need the picks. Rogers. Let's think about this also. Rogers knows he's coming to this team. He knows this team needs as many picks as possible. He doesn't want to start mm-hmm. having them to sell off their picks to the Packers just to make them happy. He's he's already done them right by helping them win all those years. The point is now to make a fair deal and move on. The second round, one mm. of the second rounders this year. That's why they gave they got rid of Elijah Moore too to get that second, because they know they have to replace that pick. They can always trade down in the first, get another second rounder, get a third rounder back, so they can get a plethora of picks that they need. It's going to be the conditional pick next year. I'm standing by this. I'm standing by this pick all the way. It's a third round mm-hmm. pick next year, conditional. A second rounder if they go to the playoffs, and a first they go to the Super Bowl. I really do not see how this is going into first round territory, which it sounds like it's the case. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, let, let me ask you this because I haven't read too much. What exactly, like, how, what kind of pick is JD uh, looking for? Is he looking for like a pick next year, or is he looking for a pick in two years? I, I really didn't look too much into this. Uh, as far as the station back, if Aaron Rodgers retires, correct? Yes. There hasn't been, like, a conclusive report about that. It's, uh, clearly, it would probably be something in 2024, I would guess, right? Because that's, what you, that's where you yeah. would want to get something back because he's going to be gone. If he does retire in 2024, which would give you one year with him and he would be gone. I don't – no one exactly has a conclusive report of what it would be, but I would guess it would be somewhere either in the second round or in the third round that he would want something back. That's what I would guess it would be, Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, to I, me, I, 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 yeah, to me, if I was the Packers, I would give it up. Because let me tell you something. There's, there's no win here. We're losing leverage as the days continue to go by, and the last thing you want to do is draw this out and possibly draw it out past the draft. That's the last thing you want to do. Because then I don't get no compensation to help me right now with Jordan Love going forward. Right. And then there's a chance that if I keep playing these games, that I might end up with Aaron Rodgers actually eating up a lot of my cap. Now I'm dealing with Love, signing him to that fifth-year option. Rodgers is still on my cap. He's eating up a lot. I have holes in my team. you got to, bro, hit the panic button <laughs> and give it up, all right? Just let it go, especially when the Jets, to this point, are the only team that are, that's knocking at your door saying, hey, give it up. He's gone on TV or, 
the Pat McAfee show, he's gone on publicly and said he wants to be a Jet, right? Everybody's excited about him. And players, you got players screaming he's going to be here. We just signed, you know, a guy that, that, a wide receiver that can't wait for him to get here, Lazard, that's already talked about, hey, I'm here because Aaron Rodgers is here. Like, dude, just let it go. The longer this gets strung out, the, the worse the Packers look and also the worse it is for them. They should just give it up, give that compensation up if it's not super high, and move forward. It's the best thing for them. They don't, they don't have any leverage, right, Jake? Yeah. I said this last week, and I, I'm amazed that people on television are talking about the Jets giving in. I mean, that is such a – I think it's such a, an asinine narrative. It's like, why on earth is Joe Douglas going to back down and just give them what they want? He doesn't do it. Listen, if this guy can get a pick for Blake Cashman, who's basically like a, a bionic man of, like, Ooh. garbage parts, and can still keep playing, yeah. I mean, let's be honest here. Like, he, he gets it done. Look, Ryan Gunn's mm-hmm. in the general the – like I said about Rodgers and the Pat McAfee show weeks ago. That taught you the Packers management is a disgruntled mess. They have no idea what to do. Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. has held this team up. Matt LaFleur, his flaws are going to start showing next year unless Jordan Love is a Pro Bowl quarterback. Let's be very honest here. So mm-hmm. this franchise right now is afraid of Kirk Cousins somehow winning the division again, which could happen, but they'll lose anyway. Justin Fields' emergence, the Lions are starting to look good. You don't think quietly I – mean, maybe we're not talking about this enough. You don't think quietly Aaron Rodgers is starting to realize that this is not going to be an easy division anymore? It's not. Mm. And he sees the difference of the flaws of the Bills right now, the Dolphins, the Patriots. They're vulnerable. They're all three very vulnerable teams, regardless of – getting old Jalen Ramsey on the Dolphins or whatever. We can go through that for hours. But the point is is that you're right. The Packers need to get picks now. They need picks now. Mm-hmm. And Guncutt is yeah. going to sit here and show you why he's that. He's just going to be that general manager who had Aaron Rodgers. It's not going to be he was the general manager. It's that general manager who had Aaron Rodgers. That's what he's going to become mm-hmm. as days go by. And I don't think people want, people want to be known as that kind of general manager. Well, J.D. has done this with the most garbage of garbage quarterbacks, and he's building a name for himself. So that will help you decipher mm. who's the better general manager in the case here. Yeah. Now when you speak about garbage quarterbacks, got to speak about Zach Wilson. All right? Zach Wilson to this point has not looked very good. Uh, and Sullivan has come out and said that Zach Wilson is going to be the Jets' number two quarterback next season. I was a little shocked. I thought we were going to put him in bubble wrap and we wouldn't see him until 2024. You know, after a year or maybe two years, if Aaron Rodgers decides to play that long, what are your thoughts about Zach to this point being named the Jets' backup quarterback? Mike White not on the Dolphins. I mean, how are you feeling about that, man? Were you shocked too? Um, no, because it's coach speak. It's all coach speak at this point. They don't have another Mike White's gone. So what are they going to say? They're going to go bury up like Josh Johnson. I mean, where is he right now? He's nowhere. Or they're going to get Strebler. Come on. Like, they, How's that going to play in the meet? They're going to draft another quarterback. I hope a lot of people understand it. They're going to draft another quarterback this year. They're going to get wow. somebody probably like okay. the fourth, fifth round. And they're, they're going to get somebody to develop in the meantime. That's not going to offend Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Also, let's not forget also, and this maybe this is where I have to be kind of honest, is that it's, Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson have a relationship. Like That probably is going to go in part to why he's comfortable going there and being in a quarterback room. Obviously, he knows he's going to beat him out. He's not stupid. But the fact is, is that – he likes him, and that's probably what—that's probably what's going to keep Zach Wilson around. Like Aaron Rodgers is his saving grace in some fashion. 
But I still believe they're going to draft a quarterback. The Jets can't go into this off, uh, this season, the training camp, with two quarterbacks. That, that's ridiculous. Like, they have they have to draft somebody, and if they don't, they're going to get a veteran. I mean, uh, I, I, I think I heard on another show someone speculating, like, Blake Bortles or something because he knows uh, Nathaniel Hackett's yeah, there's system. there's a lot of talk. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't yeah, go yeah. that far. I think Bortles is a, uh, a mess, or he's probably, like, you know, eating Doritos right now or eating the pop chips from the Breaking Bad commercial, whatever. He's probably just doing that right now. But the point is, is that right now at this point, they've got to go into next year with another quarterback. It's all talk. You know, Sal, he's very good. When he did the reset comments, when he probably know deep down his stomach, he threw up in a toilet after trying to say that because it wasn't true. The fact is that they know they need to have another quarterback. Watch at the end of the draft. They're going to get somebody. Um, I don't know who it's going to be. I'll be honest with you. Joe, this is the first time in my life where I haven't thought about the draft because I've thought so much about getting this quarterback figured out. So, obviously, I have an yeah. idea about who I want in the first or second round, but I really have not done my research because I want to just know we have the quarterback because everything else really falls into place after that. So, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Zach Wilson, whatever, like, what, we'll see what the plan is, but they're getting another quarterback. That's, that's why I'll guarantee that to you right now. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Listen. I want to thank you for calling in, Jake. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? You got it, man. All right, take it easy. This is Jake calling in. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is your number. Call in. I was a little shocked. I'm not going to lie to you. Zach Wilson is the Jets' backup quarterback. I wanted to see him as the third stringer, all right? <laughs> I don't want to see him on the field. People talking about resets a lot you have to reset that man's mechanics are terrible he doesn't see the field he lacks confidence but maybe with nathaniel hackett here our new coaching staff our new parts of our coaching staff excuse me maybe they're going to be able to figure out how to fix zach wilson that's what I think that Daniel Hackett is here for as well. I understand everybody's feeling about Aaron Rodgers. Look, I love it. Yeah, he's gonna he's Aaron Rodgers, he knows him. Great offensive coordinator, have a great rapport, but a lot of what was done here was done here to also help Zach Wilson and help fix him. Even bringing in Aaron Rodgers, because Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson have a great rapport. This is this is Zach Wilson's hero. And if Zach Wilson can't be fixed after having him here, whew. I don't know if you can fix him, baby. I really don't know if you can fix him. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Again, when you call in, please be patient. We will get to everyone. I'm talking to everybody, all right? Trust me. We will get to everybody. Next, I'm going to my guy, Val. Val, we're coming directly to you. Uh, Ronald Perry, 845. Please be patient. We'll get to you guys in a second. Val, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Val, listen, we are talking that talk. I mean, we're talking that talk. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> looking like the deal is close to getting done, but the thing is holding up is New York Jets are looking for compensation back in case, uh, you know, Rodgers decides to retire in 2024. What are your thoughts about these rumors and reports, man? Hey, man, listen, um, nice to um, nice to talk to you again, man, and let's talk about it. But mm-hmm. listen, um, 
I would say, man, um, the 2024, I mean, hopefully this is not a one-year rental. I hope it's not because it will really suck because, you know, we will have a really, really small window and stuff, especially with all the pieces that we're putting Mm -hmm. around him and stuff because I am not trying to go back to Zach Wilson. Definitely not no next year. (laughs) So that is definitely out of the question. I could could still hear the booze from that Jaguars game. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> tell us how you really feel You know what I'm saying Tell us how man, you really man. feel All right, I am not listen, trying to go back to that Listen if it was up to me wow. I'd be definitely clearing up Trying to find a way to clear up that 20 million dollars And put it to somewhere else But you know I, I'm going to stick with him Because he's still on the team for right now But <laughs> He said for right now <laughs> Go ahead pal. For right now <laughs> But yeah, man. Um, hopefully this Aaron Rodgers situation gets done sooner or later. But mm-hmm. I, I already know it's gonna probably happen around the draft time. So I'm not really looking too much into it. I already know it's speculations, a whole bunch of talk and stuff like that. We're, we're definitely gonna yeah. get it done because they don't want that that fifty million dollar cap or sixty million. I forgot how much it was, but around that ballpark mm-hmm. on their cap and stuff, especially when they're trying to move on to a new quarterback, which is in love, their backup quarterback that they've been grooming for four years. So, you know, they're trying to move on. Plus, they haven't really added anybody from free agency. So they really ain't Mm -hmm. even make any moves because they're so capped up right now. So, you know, they got to definitely make some moves. So I already know we have all the leverage, and I'm pretty sure it's going to get done. And I I actually heard the other caller. I I am definitely with him as well, too, about the Lamar Jackson. I really wish it was Lamar Jackson, but it's too much that has to happen for that to happen. So, you know, they're doing him wrong. I can't even lie. But, yeah, he was definitely my first option. Yeah, and and, and I was a little shocked when Joe Douglas came out and basically, you know, shot that all down and just said, hey, look, we'd be operating in bad faith. I was like, whoa. I mean, we, there, there's been reports and everybody's, hey, the Jets are all in on Aaron Rodgers, but we really are all in on Aaron Rodgers. Like, yeah. It's, it's not a lie yeah. here. Like, it, it, for real, Joe Douglas came out and literally said, we even thought about, you know, if we even told you guys that we'd be looking at Lamar Jackson, it would be in bad faith. It's just saying, hey, look, we're all in on Aaron Rodgers. That's what we're about. I thought they would at least leave the door open to try to, you know, maybe finagle the Packers a little bit, but it's like, no. Nah. It seems to me like Joe Douglas, especially with that statement, is looking at it like, bro, we got him right when we want him. <laughs> we right, got him right, 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 right. Basically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that too. <laughs> and another way you can look at it as well, too, is like they're not trying to really mess up the relationship with that they build up to this point with Aaron yeah. Rodgers because, you know, him yeah. is all about, you know, let me know first, let me know first of what your plans yeah. is, of anything like that. Transparency. Listen. Yes, he wants transparency. You mess that up, and then you already know we're going to be in a whole situation and stuff like that. And then, you know, they're going to mess up the whole plan. So they're just like, listen, we we already got this guy committed, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, we already got some of his pieces. They're too into Aaron Rodgers to, to um, actually come out and say, yeah, we, we're we going to leave the door open or anything like that. No, you don't want that to happen mm-hmm. because you <laughs> you know how Aaron Rodgers is. So you don't want to, yeah. you know, mess that up. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Listen, there's been a lot of talk about another guy as well, OBJ. And I've been talking about OBJ, and I've wanted him on the New York Jets since he wants to leave the Giants. Well, he's at the NFL owners' meetings. You know, we see him meeting with mm-hmm. different people. And one of those, or two of those people, one of them, Joe Douglas, other guy, Robert Sulla. He actually hugged Robert Sulla. 
What are your thoughts about this, man? There's a lot of talk about OBJ to the Jet, right? I'm thinking maybe a deal gets done soon. How would you feel about that, man? Would you like to see OBJ put that green and white jersey on and play at MetLife? Listen, the more, like I said last time, the more weapons, the more better. And it's not going to probably mm-hmm. be for a long-term situation. But listen, if you're if you're going to get the weapons here, and you're you're trying to really push to get to a Super Bowl, you're trying to beat Kansas City, you're trying to beat the the Bengals and the um, Buffalo Bills and stuff like that. I will definitely mm-hmm. pick up um, OBJ. Yes, I understand it's it's fifty-fifty, you know. But listen, he has a lot of you know. He has a lot of talent and stuff, and I feel like he would take this whole wide receiver um, room to a whole different level. Granted, if mm-hmm. he's you know on point and he's playing like how he did with the um the um with the Rams and stuff, so you know I definitely will yeah. definitely cave for that to happen. And I didn't know, and he actually shut down. Somebody tried to recruit him to the page to the Patriots, and he said, "Oh, good mm-hmm. luck, buddy." Um, good, no, he said, "Good try." <laughs> I'll be seeing you t- two times this year. So I'm like, okay, either us or the Buffalo okay. Bills. <laughs> yeah, you know, look, there's a lot of rumors. Where, I'm telling you, a lot of rumors swirling. I, I forgot who it was, but there was a reporter that tried to ask him directly if he was, you know, going to end up being on the New York Jets, if that's the team he was he was looking to, to, grab, to go to. And he just kind of said, hey, no comment. But it was kind of a, right. a comment within that no comment. You know what I'm saying? So we'll mm-hmm. see. Everyone knows how I feel about OBJ. I know there's some Jets fans that don't want him, but your boy wants him on the squad. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I man, listen, make it happen. Squad. If he's on the squad, I'm happy, man. I'm happy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, before I let you go, Val, because you've been bringing some heat, man, give me your thoughts about the talk about Dwayne Brown, man. Sulla's talking him up, saying mm-hmm. that he loves him, calls him a freaking rock star, you know, talks about everything he brings to the team. Do you think Dwayne Brown ends up being a New York Jets starting left tackle this season? I mean, it, to me, it looks like it's playing out that way. They haven't gotten rid of him. Still here. You know, to me, it mm-hmm. seems like this guy is going to be the starter for the Jets. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Am I tripping? I feel like it should be a competition between him and Ticket and stuff. But I wouldn't say mm. to give him the job right away. I would say, what? well, it would have to be, you know, a competition for that that left side of that left tackle position. He's much more mm-hmm. younger, and I understand he has the injury history and stuff like that. But for me, I would definitely make it a competition because, like I said, your boy Ticket is looking like a tight end right now. So you know, bruh, <laughs> bruh. What I tell happen, y'all, man. like, bro, what I tell y'all, I already told y'all. Like he coming back, that boy going. I'm telling you. I've been saying it since day one. That boy going to come back, and he going to be dominant. I told y'all that yes, boy going to get in the gym, and he going to be good. I told y'all. Everybody talking mentally. Now, everybody, right, remember this. When he get into the season and start dominating, don't say nothing. Everybody say, Joe, take him off the screen. Joe, take him off the screen. I'm not taking that boy off the screen. You see what he's doing in that gym. <laughs> he's working out. He's getting it together. Go ahead, Val. I'll give you last word. Yes, sir. He, he's definitely getting together, and I, I cannot wait to see him, man, and can you just imagine Brees Hall running behind Makai Becton? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my Bro, God. Bro, I'm telling you. And this man was literally pushing Aaron, Aaron Donald back. He was um mm-hmm. he was pushing back, um ah, dang, what's the other guy's name? Abosa? There's so many. Him back Chubb, like he, he pushed Chubb around. He pushed Bosa around. Chubb, he, pushed, he was pushing oh all, all my God. 
It's so nothing. Can you imagine? It's nothing. I, like, like I said, I would definitely give him that fifth-year option. I'm sorry. Like, I, I got to yeah. see it, man. And him being in tip-top yeah. shape the way how he is, and he was running. Mm-hmm. you see how fast he was running when he was really big? Can you imagine now? Oh, my God. Bruh? Val, <laughs> listen, I got to slide off, bro. I got to slide off. I got all other right. callers. I want to thank you for calling in. Salute. Yes, Thanks for having sure I want to hear from you, all right? Okay, everybody like and subscribe to Joe, and I'm about to slide up out of here. Salute, <laughs> <laughs> Val. <laughs> listen, Val calling in. We got to keep getting to these lines. Salute to Brief Fanatic in the chat, Savage. He says, OBJ back in NY. Please let it happen. I'm trying to tell y'all. I want to see OBJ in green and white. That's all I'm saying. Everybody told me to take that boy Beckton off the screen. I said, no, because I knew what was going to happen. I knew he was going to put in that work, and now he's back at it. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in next. I'm going to Devin. Devin, I'm coming to you, 845. Perry, Rusty, I'll come to you guys in a second. Other callers will come to you in a second. Hold on. Oh, we lost Devin. We're going to go to Perry. Perry, we're coming directly to you. Coming directly to you. Hopefully, Devin gets called back in. We just lost him. Salute to you, Ronald. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, man, we've been going back and forth, talking about Aaron Rodgers. Give me your thoughts. Seems like the deal's hung up because the New York Jets are looking for compensation back in case Aaron Rodgers retires in 2024. What are your thoughts, man? Ronald Perry? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. I, I'm, I'm sorry oh. about that. Hey, you there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go go ahead. Give me your thoughts, man. And hey, listen, um, what's going on? But what's going on? You know, Rogers is coming, so that's great news. And then, like, like I, I see, I see some some dudes are starting to starting to come our way. So that's that's pretty awesome in itself. You know, just yeah. off the Aaron, just off the Aaron's name, you know. Again, mm-hmm. again, like I feel like we're 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 basically one of the top tier teams, even though we never really been a top tier team. But I just feel like mm-hmm. that's where we're headed. And yo, yeah. and you, I heard no. you say something about Zach Wilson about um mm-hmm. Zach Wilson being a no, number two. Yeah, I heard about that. But to tell you the truth, I'm like I I, I just think that they're holding on to Zach because they know they they messed up. They they. Pick mm-hmm. him number two. They can't just throw him away. So they're going to see if they could basically, you know, son him and, bring, and teach him something. But I'm thinking, like, they got Aaron Rodgers. That's the wrong person to put him behind because Aaron Rodgers don't care about them people behind him. You see what he did in Green Bay? No. He doesn't care about <laughs> the people behind him. <laughs> well, you know, look, Zach Wilson – Zach Wilson does look up to him, but again, we got Nathaniel Hackett here, Aaron Rodgers, you know, old offensive coordinator. They still have a great relationship, and I think that that's that's also going to benefit and help Zach Wilson as well. We got a, a, some new guys in the staff going to be able to help him grow too here. So I think that this is going to be good. And again, Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers have a great relationship and a great rapport. I think all a lot of this is done to help Zach Wilson, but I just. I don't know, number two, I'll tell you what, if, that, if, if Aaron Rodgers misses a little bit of time, maybe a couple plays, or maybe has to sit out for a game and Zach has to start, if Zach come out and he doesn't look good, whew, that's going to absolutely close the door on him, you know, going forward yeah, here because the, the fan base will absolutely let him have it. And his confidence yeah, is already low. I was just hoping to really see him, you know, be able to sit back and really, 
do nothing really and get a chance to fix all these issues, mechanics, and everything else-wise. But I want to get your thoughts on this, man. My final question for you, Calais Campbell looking to be coming into the New York Jets Thursday to meet with him. Yeah. Is he a guy you want to see the New York Jets sign to be a part of this defensive as line? Met, as a matter of fact, I was, as soon as I heard him talking about it, as soon as I heard that name getting thrown around, I went and checked it out mm-hmm. on YouTube and whatnot. And I, I said, you know what, this guy, I noticed that he's, he's kind of old or whatever, but at the same time, I think he's still got a little bit left in the he's still got a little bit left and I'm telling you mm-hmm. he, like you come to New York anybody coming to New York right now basically is looking for that title you know they know mm-hmm. we're basically right there on the door edge we're right I mean like right there on the edge so like anybody comes there I know they're going to give their all so even this dude Campbell is definitely I think he's going like you're going to see you're going to see him give it all Everything he has, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, that's just yeah. gonna be enough. And you know, he he's like a he's he's legit legit too. So you know, I yeah. really think he's gonna like give us maybe even more than we expect. Yeah, I mean, he's still a solid, you know, quality defensive lineman in this league. Exactly, he's a veteran guy. You know, has done his thing with the Ravens. He's been other places as well. He's really put in that work. So listen, Ronald, I gotta slide off. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You have yourself a good one, my friend. All right, you too, boy. Take it easy. All right. We're going to keep getting to these lines. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. When you call in, please be patient. We will get to everybody. Next, looks like Devin's called back in. I'm going to slide on and speak to him for a second. Rusty, hold on. Other callers, hold on for a second. We'll get to you right right quick. Devin, we're coming directly to you. To you, Devin. Hey, I want to thank Joe. you for calling in tonight. Listen, salutes, my friend. It was good to get you to call back in. We lost you for a second. Look, we've been going back and forth talking about Aaron Rodgers, man. There's been a lot of discussion. Looking like the New York Jets are probably going to end up giving up two second-round picks, one in 2023, one in 2024. That could end up being a first-round pick, depending on, you know, things that he would have to meet, different escalators. But the thing that's holding the trade up right now, according to reports and rumors, is that the Jets are looking to get compensation back in case Aaron Rodgers retires in 2024. What are your thoughts about this situation and the things that are unfolding within this deal, man? Well, I think the reason this deal is getting held up right now is because Gutenkunst might be a person who just likes to watch the world burn. This seems like a personal vendetta against Aaron Rodgers just to have him wait forever until the absolute last moment. So earlier you guys said that he might be traded at the draft. I mean, hopefully it's before that, but who knows. What's really sad about this is it's holding up the Quinn and Williams deal. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I think that that's also a, a factor that a lot of people are not talking about, too, because according to other reports that we've heard, Aaron Rodgers, again, that, that he talked about it earlier as well, willing to restructure his deal for whatever team acquires him. But it's going to be interesting to see how that deal is restructured and wh- how much money he's willing to give back for the New York Jets. It's going to be very interesting to see that. It's also going to be very interesting to see how much money – how much of his money Green Bay is going to be willing to eat for this deal, too. So that's something that's going to play into it as well that people aren't talking about. They're talking about more of the, the draft compensation, not necessarily the contract compensation and what, who's going to eat what as well. That's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. But like you said as well, that that Quinn Williams deal is, you know, going to be on the forefront after we get this Aaron Rodgers situation done. But I tell you what, draft night, I just got a feeling, man, that that's when it's going to happen. 
this is dragging out for yeah. a long yeah. time, man. It's just, I, mean, I think it's Aaron, like, man, it's I mean, forever. For, for Aaron Rodgers, let's be real, this is like a two-year rental, right? This is a two-year window. And depending upon yep. how next year goes, if it goes very poorly, he's going to retire. If we make it into the playoffs, Super Bowl, hopefully a Super Bowl win. But if we make it deep into the playoffs, AFC Championship, maybe the second round, he, he probably mm-hmm. comes back. And, you know, the, the, the return that Green Bay should expect should definitely be something conditional. Uh, you know, whatever the round is, it's not really, um, you know, going to be a first, I don't, I don't think. So, you know, in terms of the first mm-hmm. round thing, if he could just retire next year, it's not worth the risk. And, you know, J.D.'s yeah. not going to be fleeced. And, uh, you know, as far as the draft goes, I, I think that they do have to draft an offensive lineman in the first round. Mm. Uh, you know, talking about Makai Beckton earlier, he does look, yeah. you know, he looks amazing right now. He looks felt. And, you know, I think the guy said earlier, imagine how he moves now. You know, I kind of miss Beckton, the, the Beckton who was pushing pickup trucks before the draft. Uh, so hopefully <laughs> we get that Beckton back. But, um, you know, the offensive line does need a little bit of work. So, you know, why not draft an offensive lineman and protect your franchise quarterback? And uh, in terms of Zach being the backup, go ahead. Well, hold on, hold on, Devin. Hold on, Devin. I, I, we'll get to Zach being the backup in just a second. But when you talk about taking offensive lineman, right, what are you taking? Because I'm looking at it right now. It seems like Dwayne Brown's going to be the New York Jets starting left tackle. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Are you taking a left tackle in the draft? And if so, what are you doing with Dwayne Brown? Or are you looking at other spot along the offensive line that you want to grab in the draft? Give me your thoughts. I think the rookie left tackle will sit behind Brown for part of the year or at least a full year. Salah's a player wow. coach. Salah will not put out Brown just on the street when they promised him, like, hey, you come over to us. Because I believe there was a bidding war for him last year, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So Brown was a, a, a hot commodity last year. Salah, being the guy that he is, was able to pull him in. And in return, he's not going to just put him back out on the street like that. It's a two-year deal. Brown wants to be here. Brown doesn't want to leave when they're about to have Aaron Rodgers and actually go on a legitimate run. I mean, he came here to probably win a ring, right? So having a rookie left tackle sit and learn is not the worst thing. And then Dwayne Brown, again, 38, and he did have a little bit of a shoulder issue last year. So if he got surgery on on that this offseason, that would be great. But – if he starts mm-hmm. to break down, that rookie left tackle is there as insurance, and you know maybe the uh, you know tackle can actually be a little bit versatile and maybe be a swing tackle on both sides or something. So, hmm. um, okay. Kind of what are your thoughts on, on uh, what are your thoughts on Zach Wilson uh, being that number two guy according to Sella as of right now? Or, or he cleaned it up actually and just said, "Hey, Zach's going to be the number two guy." What are your thoughts about that man going forward? Final question for you. Go ahead and give he, me your thoughts. He has to be he has to be this is it for them <laughs> so in this moment his idol his idol's coming through like this is the guy who he's modeled his game after there should be zero excuses i mean they brought in his personal quarterback coach last year for god's sake unprecedented and mm-hmm. if he can't get it together and what it is is he throws too many fastballs i think you know in terms of what i see there's just no 
like modulator on his on his speed. So Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. is known for his touch. I've seen Aaron Rodgers do amazing things with the football. So um, if anyone's going to be able to teach him, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. And maybe it's just watching. Maybe it's conversations. Zach should actually go live in his house. You know, you should just follow him around 24-7 and just do exactly whatever Aaron Rodgers does. Hiawatha does a whole mm-hmm. thing. So maybe Zach comes back next year as uh, um, someone with a little bit more of a level head, just talking to a vet, mm-hmm. talking to, you know, the OG, Aaron Rodgers. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's who he models his game after. So it's do or die. You know, if not, then, yeah. you know, you cut Zach, you know, you're not picking up whatever option if, if it's his fourth year already. But um, I definitely think they'll be in the quarterback market either within next year or the year after that. So um, we'll see. Yeah. Listen, Devin, I want to thank you for calling in tonight, man. It was phenomenal takes from you. You have yourself a good one, all right? You too, Joe. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Next, we're on to Rusty, man. I'm coming directly to Rusty. Rusty's got some takes, and I know he cannot wait to hit us with them. Salute to you, Rusty. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, man. We've been going back and forth talking about a lot of stuff. Aaron Rodgers. According to rumors and reports, the thing that's holding up this trade for the New York Jets, right, is because the Jets are looking for compensation back in 2024 in case Aaron Rodgers retires. What are your thoughts on that, Rusty? Salutes, Joe. Salutes, fellow savages. What's up, Gangreen fan? And as far as with the whole Rodgers thing, I mean, we, we have the ultimate card. But uh, what did you ask me again? I don't know. I'm just riled up, ready to go about the the Rogers thing. You have to run it back <laughs> one more up. time. I'm sorry. Listen. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no. I, I've been eating up. my greens and you such, know. if you know what I mean, Joe. You know how I like my greens. <laughs> yeah, you, know, I mean, you know, you enjoy your salads. I understand. Listen. That's true. At the end of the day, right, the thing that everybody's talking about, according to rumors and reports, is that the thing mm-hmm. that's holding up the Jets getting Aaron Rodgers and this deal being done and closed is that the Jets are looking to get compensation back in case Aaron Rodgers retires in 2024. What are your thoughts about this, man? Absolutely. I mean, they they got to the point. It's funny because the dude's trying to fleece JD when when you, our dude has the ultimate fleece. He's the one who does the fleece and not the other way around. And all these Packers yeah. fans. Yeah. They're like these Acme Packer fans that go back to your original names, they're, they're honestly like with Wiley Coyote and the Acme Rocket. It's going to blow up in your face. Trust me. You're messing with the wrong one. <laughs> so, like, they'd be, they, they'd be lucky, honestly, to get, like, a second-round pick and a freaking Snickers. And I mean, like, the family size one you get for Halloween and stuff. So, it, it, like, and that's the little guy, the little mini one. Yeah. Oh, it's it, like the, the huevos on them. It, it's, it's comical. To see, and yeah. they don't they don't realize what's happening, and then all of a sudden you have Green Bay's general manager going out running his mouth, saying all this and that. You can just tell by the body language. You just look at JD. He's like, yeah, keep running your mouth, dude, because they can't sign mm-hmm. anybody. Because what he's at least guaranteed by them in their contract for sixty mil. Mm-hmm. So who are they going to get blocking for love? Who are they going to get throwing to love? They haven't signed anybody yet. They couldn't do their defense yeah. or nothing. So they're going to be lucky to get probably, I would say, a second round and definitely not a first. Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah. not a first. Because I would love first round next year to be Marvin Harrison Jr. for us. That would be my dream. But, like, yeah, 
They uh, they're not they're not they're not doing it, dude. It's not happening, and that's the reason why too. I don't know. I haven't been on there much, you know, between you and everything else. Just it's just not worth it because I, I don't know. Just being blessed by seeing like JD, we we have to take that in hand. It's like the dude is dude is doing it, you know, and solid progresses yeah. every single year too. So, well. and we kicked Lafraud out. Thank goodness. You know, you know, it was a Band-Aid putting him in a booth, but yeah. I don't know. Now now we have Hackett. And look yeah. what Hackett did with – who do you have, Bortles? One of the yeah. – who was did, it? Yeah, yeah I think Bortles, it was Bortles. Yeah. Or it was one of the terrible and dudes. And all of a sudden – right? That's what I mean. Yeah. Now it was Jacksonville. So yeah. – and, and then the, he the goes to Rodgers. A lot of people forget as well. The thing I think a lot of people forget as well with Nathaniel Hackett, we talk about, you know, his – you know, his his relationship with Aaron Rodgers, which is phenomenal. Aaron Rodgers really loves him. We talked about him being a coach that means the most to him, most to him out of every coach that he's ever had. Nathaniel Hackett has always had a really solid running game. Like, we, we talked yep. about Jacksonville that year with Bortles. Bro, Leonard Fournette, they had that running game cooking. I'm talking to I love Fournette. Yeah, he was. Mama. Man, everybody yep. in there. Mama knew that Leonard Fournette was going to get the football, and there was and they couldn't do anything. Nothing. Yeah, you're right. And you're I'm right on the money, always dude. Always had a solid running game, no matter where he went. And so when you look at that, right, that really lends itself to the New York Jets and our identity because we talk about a lot of things on, you know, about this uh, this football team. We talk about a lot of stuff here on the channel, but the New York Jets are at their best when they're grounded and pounded, when they're running the football directly down your throat and being physical. We were at our best when Brees Hall was yeah, that's and our running game was all over the place, but we were dominating people. I think we were 4-2 and two at one point during this year, and that's what we were doing. You know, we were running the football. I think, I think we were better uh, we, than that, Joe. I'm, honestly, I think, weren't we 5-2? But still, like, you know, but yeah, we got to, yeah. I don't know, I'm not splitting hairs, but, you know, it's no, pretty yeah, remarkable. Yeah. We were, we, listen, and then people want to throw we guts at us about what's happening with Zach Wall Street yeah. Wilson. Who's going to be good, by the way? Just saying. For what Hackett mm. did with Bortles and stuff, imagine the talent. With, yeah. I'm just saying, like, Knapp passing was the reason why. And then, you know, LaFraud is just he's, – he's like plain – I don't know, just plain whatever. Like the most – if you yeah. ate something, it would taste like air type of deal, you know? <laughs> it, it, it just, that's him, man. And and it's, it's for those of y'all oh. that don't know, Rusty could and not Mims is going hand. Floor. Oh, I hate him. <laughs> Rusty could not stand Mike Floor. If one. it's not clear for anyone listening on any platform that I am on, salute Steve for it. and thank you for listening. <laughs> but Rusty never liked Michael Floor. In case this is your first time listening to my show, he made it very clear. Uh, all throughout Michael Floor's tenure here with the New York Jets, that he couldn't stand him. You know, it is what it is. I think Michael Floor kind of got a raw deal here and there. But when you talk about Zach Wilson, right, I was a little shocked that Zach Wilson was has been named, you know, to this point. Sulla came out and basically said he's going to be the backup. He's going to be the guy there. I thought that, you know, we would find a veteran and that Zach would be a number three. What are your thoughts about Zach being named the backup by, by, uh, by Sulla to this point, man? I mean, how do you feel about I'm, that? I I'm with you. And I love Zach. I really do. The only thing that got me tight with Zach and how it like sort of flipped, but just was just getting it off my chest was when he said the stuff about the defense, but he got baited by Samini. Yeah, that he didn't owe so, anybody. So, you yeah. know, but other than that, I mean, he's, he digressed. That's the crazy part. That's how you can tell it's LaFraud too. And like it, 
<laughs> like he was able to hit a screen pass his rookie year in preseason. He was. It was crazy. You know, it was the most mm-hmm. incredible thing ever looking back now, you know? It's like Rodgers mm-hmm. getting, like, 50-50 balls on Hail Marys. It was incredible. So, like, yeah. as it just went on, it just, I don't know. And then plus, like, he, there was no mims. That drives me crazy. We're about to find out in a good way. And then mm-hmm. I I think it was, I, I know it was LaFroid. But with, to get to your point, I'm sorry about that. But, uh I think it's. I don't think it's the right decision to put him at number two. I think you got to let his brain okay. just like cook in a good way. Put him at three or something. Have somebody else come in, mm-hmm. because God forbid something happens to the older young man. I can't say anything really about his age because I'm right around there too. So I mean, in football <laughs> years he is old. <laughs> but uh, you know, <laughs> look, that, that's that's what I was thinking. Uh, and, and you know, yeah. I understand. I understand people don't you know agree with me, and I get it. You know, people, and, and it, I have I've had some great callers on tonight that have brought up some great points. Earlier, people were saying, "Listen, if he can't be a backup, Savage is in the chat were saying, listen, he can't be a backup, Joe. Then he needs to be a body yep. here." And I get it, but when you look not at out of here, but I think sir. Lot, yeah, yeah. But the, when you look at him, there's a lot of things you got to fix fundamentally. I oh, mean, absolutely. he is broken. Yeah, you got to like, fix his brain. He's again. literally broken. Yeah, he he. Yeah, oh. Like you said, and it was a great a great point. You got to really. You know, let his brain cook because he is just he is just drowning, and you could see it last season. He was just drowning, and things weren't working. The confidence was shot. Everything is done, and it's like you got to give this kid uh, time to really step back and really, really evaluate everything. But hey, he's heck yeah, fam, he went applesauce. Yeah, I you mean, know? if he's going to be the backup going forward, and that's what they're going to do, then it is what it is. Now, you talked about the wide receivers. You talked about Mims. Of course, we brought in Lazard. I haven't talked to you since we got Lazard in, I don't think. Um, but there's also talk about OBJ coming to the New York Jets. Give me your thoughts <sighs> on how this wide receiver thing is shaking up. We also got McCole Hardman. How do you feel about this wide receiver room now, man? Love Hardman. Love that we got rid of less is more, lack of football IQ. And uh, I, I like that. <laughs> uh, you know, I can't say more. Like, too. I, oh, man. He does not like, and he never liked Elijah Moore as well, as y'all can tell tonight. Okay, so that's that's two for y'all in case this is your first time it listening is. to me. Elijah Moore never liked him. Mike, uh, Matt, uh, Mike LaFleur, excuse me, never liked him either. All right, go ahead, Rusty. Sorry. But LaFleur messed that kid up too, but it was – yeah, that was another point with more another yeah, that would take like another half an hour, so I won't go there. But like uh I loved I loved the wide receiver signings that we got. As far as OBJ, I uh, I'd like to say no way and, and throw like an wow. F in the middle. You know? I, I Why? Two blown knees back to back years. Now mind you, okay. you know, he basically did win the Super Bowl for the Rams, but it hits his and and think like if it was to bring him in, thank God Moore is out of here because uh, hey, OBJ is a cancer. But if you can is be it? like if you have dogs, yeah, he's like. But why? Why does every hold on? Why does everybody say it? like not everybody, but for the people that are saying that, right? He's a social what blows my mind is, is he though? Listen, if you talk to yeah, anybody in the Rams type, organization, that's oh, if you talk if you talk to anybody in the Rams organization. They loved OBJ. Yeah. Loved him. Oh, yeah. He was one of the sole But what happens off the field? I mean, you know, look, like he, he puts himself in pretty bad and messed up predicaments. 
with the whole whole blame situation in the hotels, that recent one on the airplane, you know, and then just a different, and then too, like how he does his contracts with his agents, you know, like now if he was cool to be like, yeah, I'll take a significant chunk and we can pay him in Bitcoin because that's just dropped significantly. Yeah, I'll pay you in Bitcoin. No problem (laughs) though. But like, (laughs) I'm cool with that, but I don't, I don't want the games either to where, He's gonna, you know, want to baby his knee or anything. Now, mind you, if our our health staff or whatever you want to label them, hopefully they get better. But I mean, they were pretty good. You know, you can't. I, I think it was a turf issue, honestly, with all over injuries. But like, I, I, I don't know, man. I'd have caution taped around him, honestly. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. just because of like his injuries. You know, I'll I'll just kick out the the social media part, but like just because of his injuries, and then like mm-hmm. when he's on the team, he's only available so often. And thank God, if we had a uh, like Aaron Rodgers, he wouldn't be able to. You know, he how what happened with Mayfield and stuff when he was in his like rookie year or second year or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Like OBJ was able to be like, yeah, feed me the ball, and so mm-hmm. he was. You know, Mayfield was in that thing of like, oh, God, I got to feed this guy. To where Aaron Rodgers would be like, hey, okay, whatever, dude. You, you know, if you're open and it's there, trust me, you're going to get fed it. It's not going to be you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to sprinkle it. So that's that's basically – that. that's why. But if it's handled correctly, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'm with you then. Damn, I guess I talked myself Man, into it with the help of you, Joe. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> it sounds like you on the OBJ. You know, you with me. About bringing OBJ here, which I love. All right, I just you know I let you say, listen, my take. I mean, it would have to align like that. But yeah, I mean, I'm stubborn. OBJ, what he would bring to us, what he would bring to us on the field would be phenomenal. I think his addition to this wide receiver room would be great, and he would be it. He we'd be uncoverable. You cannot cover Garrett Wilson, but I don't want to take away from OBJ and not hard. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, no, listen, Mim. No, I I hear you. Here's the deal. We can talk about Elijah. Mims also requested a trade too, and he was also a guy yeah, but it wasn't like an Elijah New York type. Jets number one. Yeah, but he well, did no, say it he was New York Jets number one, and that's not happening. Well, we can agree that. Well, oh, yeah, absolutely, but we can agree to disagree that it was definitely on certain terms where Elijah told a coaching staff. Meanwhile, you know, it was one of the head honchos. Yeah, ago, he you know, you, you don't do that in front of the <laughs> yeah, team. Yeah, you, did, you bring him aside yeah. like a man, but. <laughs> You know, different things like that. And then during a win streak, huh? nonetheless. But yeah, yeah, he did say that. You know, he did do it. I've, Mims, I've, Mims I've watched very... him so much at Baylor. Oh, my God. I'm not even a Baylor fan. But, like, but here's the deal, I don't know, man. He's a, he's a dog. If, if, I, and I, I think it is, too. But with Mims, it's in between the ears. We, we both fully agree. Yep. He's got all the physical gifts in the world. But, again, maybe the addition of, of Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett here, unlocks the potential of Denzel Mims, especially if, you get, if you get the wide receiver court. If you get OBJ, you got Garrett Wilson, OBJ, Alan Lazard, you got McCole Hartman bringing the gas to the offense. Dude, that Denzel guy is, Mims is going to eat. Denzel oh, Mims yeah. is going to eat, beef. dog. If you can't win your matchup with all of that going on, brother, you, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what yeah, else to I'm say. Yeah, I'm with you. And Mims is physical. 
On what part? I, I'm a. We're, we're just going off, man. I'm loving this. <laughs> it, it's, it's, hell, like, heck yeah, man. Blasting off on this stuff. It's great. What, <laughs> what, what final listen, word do you man, want me to get at, Joe? Come on, fam. Let me know. Listen, okay. Here, here it is. Give me this is my final question quickly. Dwayne Brown, things are looking like, in my opinion, he's going to be the New York Jets starting left tackle. A lot of love going mm-hmm. his way. Do you agree with that? Is that something you want to see, or are you looking to have the New York Jets draft a left tackle in this upcoming draft? Give me your thoughts, man. It's the final question. Really. No left. No, yeah, no, no left tackle. Yeah, man, I, I love Becton. I like. I don't. I'm not giving up on that dude. No way. And then plus, you know, the shape that he's got into. The best thing you can do, you know, you keep keep Brown and you keep Becton. You just let let it let it happen, let it fly. You can't go backwards as far as like going back to left tackle, center. Then you get you know right tackle in that regard, or you get a flex center. Mm-hmm. You know somebody mm-hmm. awesome like who I think is the steal of the draft would be Jarrett. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Jarrett from uh, what is it Notre Dame, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's a steal of the draft, but he's flexible too. Yeah. Or you can get a Van Voorhees and things like that, you know, and a Villa. Yep. Those types of dudes. But like, I, I don't, I don't, I think that getting a left tackle in the draft would be a bad move, and not giving away wow. team to the Packers. I say, I and I think we we accept the trade because somebody's going to be available because there's going to be quarterbacks gone. So you just move mm-hmm. back. There is a bounty of, you know, really good linemen this year outside of the second round, and you can get, I don't know, that's that's what I think. You know, you just keep on trading back in the first, or you trade back to a couple mm. times and stay in the first, but you just move back and then progress and go on to next year. we gotta we got to get a defensive tackle, and we got to get, mm. you know, a center, and I think like a guard slash right tackle, somebody flexible, mm. just stinks that Vorty okay. blew his knee out. Really like that guy. Yeah. And again, it, and, and you know, he's an SC guy. Listen, he might slide a little bit. Well, we might be able to get him in some later rounds. That's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm not going to say too much, but that's all I'm going to say. Listen, Rusty, I got to slide off. Yeah. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I, I want to hear from you, all right? all right? Absolutely, Sam. You're one of the few I come into. So, Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Have a good one. Appreciate you, too. Salute. Salute. Listen. This has been a show, okay? This has been a show. Salute to everybody that called in, all right? I'm going to go ahead and close this show out. What a night, okay? A lot of things going on. We'll see what happens going forward with the Aaron Rodgers deal. Hopefully the trade gets done soon, okay? (laughs) And it is dragging out, all right? But, again, I'm thinking maybe draft night we'll get some news. But it'll come across that, and Rogers now New York Jet, we will see. All right, so we're going to go ahead and close it out. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone, go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback as well. You know, I always like to hear about what I'm doing here on my Facebook as well. I'm also on Twitter as well, at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You're going to troll me. No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. 
at all times, man. You know? Elijah Vera Tucker is going to come back next season or this come, upcoming season. And he's going to be the New York Jets starting right guard. He is going to destroy people. He's going to destroy people. I keep telling y'all this. You know what I'm saying? Along with that man, Beckton. You see him. You see him. All right? Just know he's on the screen. I know people will be like, I'll take him off the screen, Joe. Take him off the screen. You see that man in the gym? You know what I'm saying? Standing next to Francis Ngannou. All right? All right? I'm just saying, he in the gym working hard. He's going to make a lot of the haters uh, be mad this season. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. He's going to make the haters mad this season. All right? So go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. And again, I'll troll you if you want to troll me. No issues. I'm the trollers under the bridge. All right. Also on YouTube as well. Going over to YouTube, Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. All right. Hit that notification bell. Subscribe if you have not subscribed to the channel. You're going to troll me getting those comments as well. We'll go back and forth. And as always, people, when I see you in person, and I will see you in person, I'll be, I'll be around. I'm not afraid to pull up. It is free hugs for everyone, okay? Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen and call into the show. Folks are the absolute best. Without you people, again, I am nothing. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to interact with you, boy. So until next time, you folks have a good one. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.